And we're back with another edition of Causeway Street Podcast. Uh, Happy New Year's to everyone out there. Happy New Year's Eve. As we say goodbye to 2014, this will be, of course, the last episode of Causeway Street Blog. My name is Joe Sway. I'm joined by Joel. Uh, couldn't get Ducha today. Ducha is out getting ready for his New Year's Eve plans, so he couldn't join us today. But uh, we're going to be teabag going through the uh, year 2014 uh, without him, I guess. Uh, I guess cause he got what he wanted, right? Like, maybe, maybe that was his... That's what he wanted. That was his early resolution, I bet you. That's maybe that's what he, he just wanted. Rondo gone, and he wanted the Celtics to go from there. And, you know, he put on his Marcus Smart uniform, and, and now he's, wait, he's waiting for all the other pieces to come together, I guess. So just like the rest of us, you know, we, we're going to do our, our best to recap this 2014 year, which, if you ask me, has probably been the messiest year I've seen from the Celtics since I've been watching them. Uh, and when I say messy, I mean, you know, we've, besides the, what, five years, I would say, of the, of the, uh, the, the big three era. Yeah, the five, I, six years. I would say, in one way or another, the Celtics were pretty much always a rebuilding team. But we've never quite seen it like this. The closest I can think of to 2014 Celtics is in 2006. And that was the, the, uh, the year where um, they didn't make the playoffs after winning the uh, division at the, at the, in the 04-05 season. So we're talking 05-06. So we're talking about the second half of that year. Didn't make the playoffs. Started the 06-07 season, which of course turned into the worst season in Celtics franchise history. But the only difference between that season and this is we had a player named Paul Pierce. We had a perennial all-star. And um, the, unlike last, unlike in, o, uh, in, in 06, we didn't trade him. We didn't trade our, our all-star, our all-star piece. Not to say that Ron, Ray John Rondo is your, you know, Paul Pierce, but if we're talking about in that, in those terms, about having that one all-star, that one perennial guy to... to to lead your team or, or, or to be the, you know, the, the, the guy who, who's going to you build around. Yeah, imagine in 06 if we traded Paul Pierce, you know? Well, it almost happened, remember? Almost happened a couple times. You know, his name was mentioned in a lot of trade rumors. And, and when AI, the AI possibility of AI coming to Boston? Oh, the AI possibility. AI, <laughs> I forgot all about that. You know, you build around. That was in 06, too. That was before AI, we get KG. Yeah, yeah Pierce. Uh, Big Al. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There's, There's your big three, right? Yeah. Big Al, trade for trade for Iverson, and 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 put him next to Pierce. Yeah, that would have worked out well, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the uh, what's your prediction on that? I'm, I'm going to say AI. You know, AI gets his points for about a month or two, and the Celtics no, you know, still you know, don't win any games. You know what would have been the worst part? So that's probably what would have happened. No, you know what would have been the worst part if that were to go down. Allen Iverson would have been the point guard for this team. And Rajon Rondo would not have been drafted. Thus, you know, you don't go after Kevin Garnett. No, you don't no go chance. after, you know, Walter Ray, aka Jesus Shuttlesworth. Right you don't you know, you don't you don't trade Al Jefferson, you don't trade who else was in that who else was in that massive deal. You know the other six players. The other six players. Gomes yeah, you don't trade Gomes, Sebastian you don't trade Telfair. Sebastian Telfair. Who's a starting point guard, by the way? Well there you go. At that point, right? At yeah. That point. You, don't, probably, you don't get you, rid of Delonte. Up, uh, AI. Yeah, you don't get rid of Delonte, <laughs> and, and you're getting bounced out of the playoffs every first round, and then you're probably eventually Paul Pierce would have probably asked for a trade at some point. So, you know, history. <laughs> I wouldn't have blamed him either. No, but history could repeat itself here if the Celtics don't get back on track in terms of uh, either signing or trading for players that. People want to see, you know, it's, uh, it's, I thought it couldn't get any worse after last year. You know, I think 
maybe maybe this the city of Boston is just used to spoiled to, to winning and, and and you want to always be a contender even if you're not winning it you want to be in the picture like every year at least in the playoffs I know this year the the East is weak and you know even Brandon Bass is coming out saying hey this team can still compete in a, in, in a weak Eastern Conference but I don't know if I want to see them fall into the playoffs like the year the year after. Um, no, the same season actually, where where when uh, Jim O'Brien resigned and Carroll took over. I can't remember his first name. His first name, you know, is uh, escaping me right now. And the Celtics, because other teams like Philadelphia and Milwaukee lost, they fell into the playoffs. I think only winning like thirty six games that year and got swept big time. They got killed by the Pacers in every single game. And I think that was the first. And that was the second season where it was the best of seven. I, I wish it was still the best of five. I really didn't want to see the Celtics get murdered for four straight games. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened when you had when you had like Tony Delg running your team. No, no, I think it was like J.R. Bremer. I, it's, it's, it was a mess. It was a mess. I, and I don't want to go back to those days. I don't. J.R. Bremer. I don't. I don't want to go back to those days at all. So I don't know about you. I just don't. I don't. I, I don't. Well, we're, we're going to do our Celtics uh, Fuck you, New Danny. Year's resolution. And hopefully, you know... We can come up with some kind of plan for Danny or, or a prediction or something that we we both that both of us want to see the Celtics pull off in 2015. Well, real quick before we, before we get into that, I just want to say you know Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah to those. Yes, how was your Christmas? I hope everybody had a great time. How was my Christmas? I had a great time. My Christmas. Was I good. love Christmas, man. I'm a huge Christmas guy. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I because of the whole because of what happened with with the Ray John Ronald trade. We never got into how much you know. I'm a huge Christmas guy. And and yeah, I figured I was gonna relay it in this episode. But also, I wanted to bring up something that you brought up at the end of the show, which is last episode was episode nine. Yes, that's number nine in terms of Rajon Rondo wearing the number nine. Yes, gotta love the irony, right? Even though I don't like the way that ended, but uh, yeah, and so this is episode ten, Roman numeral X. This is we're smack in the middle of reunion week. X Celtics players, uh, you know. Coming to town, Kevin Garnett, last Friday. You got Paul Pierce. They went to go play in, in D.C. The Celtics played against in D.C. And they got smacked around by uh, the Wizards. So, I, you know, remember when I thought the Wizards and the Celtics evenly matched each other? Yeah, forget I said that. That, just, that doesn't, <laughs> no, not so much. Not anymore, right? Not anymore. And then you got you got the Kings tonight, obviously. You know, it, had Rondo gotten traded to the Kings last season, you know, they, then, then it would have been Rondo against, the, Rondo against the Celtics tonight. But it's actually Rondo... On Friday night, coming back for the first time. Well, now that deal looks, as a visitor. Now that deal looks better, right? Because remember, we would have gotten Macklemore in that deal, right? From from the Kings and, and, and Thomas. But Thomas. but but Thomas right. would have been a free agent. So how do you resign him? I mean, Adam. Let's not get to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's yeah, yeah. So yeah, we got Ray John Rona coming coming to town next, <laughs> tomorrow. Um, this is first and only comeback <laughs> comeback game that we're gonna see Ray John. So we're not gonna see Ray John for a while. Um, what do you what do you expect, man? What's the uh, what's the crowd reaction? What, what do you think? Uh, what kind of reception does Ronald get, and how good is he going to perform in front of Boston? A lot of tomorrow, um, a lot of tears, afternoon. a lot of tears, a lot of oh, you talking tomorrow about you talk about the crowd? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about like me in <laughs> how general. How am I going to react? Oh, uh, no, nah, I think he's going to get nothing but positive. He has to get nothing but positive reaction, you know, uh, on Friday night. He should get nothing but a positive uh, reception. Without him, the and I know everybody wants to point out or, or, or give the credit just solely just to the big three. Without him running the show and finding the big three in their spots, 
They don't win a 18th championship, a 17th championship. Well, wow, I'm getting ahead of myself. They don't win a 17th championship. Absolutely. They don't. Right. They don't make it to the finals. You know, three, uh, two out of the three years. They don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals three out of the four years. It's going to be a crazy tribute. You're going to see uh, plays that you haven't seen in a while. I think he's going to be pretty happy. I mean, that's tough. It's going to be tough for me. I don't know about anybody else. It's going to be tough for me. What do you think? I agree. I agree. I mean, so you can't. Boo him, you know. It's, it's what? Well, what be do you, fucked what do you, up if you boo him. What did you do? What did you do wrong? You know. Yeah, be fucked up if you boo him. I mean, you do not want to leave. People who wanted to see him gone, they can you know complain about the deal and they can complain about all oh, Danny should have done it sooner. But the that's Michael, out of that's out of Ray John's hands. The you know? Michael, like, the Michael Felgers and the the Gary Tangways. Right. Those. Yeah. No. Um. If you thought for for one second that Ray John Rondo did not want to be a Celtic long-term, it's on you. Like, only only one person knows who wanted him to be a Celtic, and that's, and that's him. Perkins. Oh, Kenny Perkins, of course, yeah. <laughs> Can't forget Kenny Perkins. Perk. Wow. Big Perk. Big Perk in the house, yes. Yeah, we should try, the Celtics should try to re-sign him, actually, and when he gets, and he's on his final year of his deal, correct? <laughs> it makes me wonder if Perk just wanted to put in his two cents, because everyone knows that he's, you know, his best friend's in Rondo. A month, a month prior to the trade, that, he's like, yeah, whatever he says is going to hold some sort of yeah. weight. Right. Because he's Kendrick Perkins. You know, a man. month prior to the trade. The only guy, quote-unquote, Ray John opens up to. <laughs> a month prior to the trade, he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, he definitely wants to be a Celtic. and He's going to be a Celtic. Uh, you know, Celtics would be dumb not to re-sign him. And then after the trade, oh, yeah, he didn't want to be there. Come on, Perk. Really? He was looking for that, for that, like you said, five seconds of fame. Whatever. It is what it is. Business. I'm going to say 17 and 17. Ray John Rondo drops Friday at the Garden. I'm going to say 20, 20, and 20. The first 20, 20, 20 game I've seen in my lifetime. 20, triple, double, 20. Yeah. The post game, he's going to say, fuck you guys. This is what no, you missed out on. Not. No, he won't. He, won't he, he should. Know. You think he should? He should. He should. No, no, no. To what? To us? To no, 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 no. To the media. Or to Daniel. To the media. To the media. Okay. To the media. All right. To the media. I think the only way Rondo doesn't dish out 17 assists is because they're winning by 38 points and... Um, Carlisle's going to pull his players, you know, before the fourth quarter even starts. You know, I think well, that's I the think... only way Ronald doesn't get to dish out close to twenty. And you know, honestly, I see him doing at least fifteen. If it's if it's a close game up until the fourth quarter and Dallas pulls away, um, yeah, look for Ronald to dish out fifteen, score about sixteen. I mean, he scored twenty the other night for Dallas. I mean, Rondo Rondo motivates himself on you know, the best way he he can, and it's like. It's going to be, and he, obviously he's not going to say this, but it's going to be a fuck you guys for getting rid of me, like not putting your trust in me and not seeing me as part of the future, not to the players he's playing against, because right. obviously, you know, there's been, you can, you can tell whether they want to come out well, and say it or what not. what kind of player you are. You're revved up for this game. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Be. No, but like, in, in, in terms Trade of... just happened two weeks ago. Yeah, in terms of like, we, what we've seen with the Celtics the last couple of games since the trade, it's affecting some players, whether they want to admit to it or not. So it's not the players' fault, but it's gonna be like I'm gonna stick it to you guys, you know. This is you know, Rondo's way of thinking, and this is what you're gonna miss out on. Celtics New Year's resolution 2015. What do you want to see? Name one thing that you top of your list. Something you want to see the Celtics pull off or, or do, whether that means trading for somebody, whether that means um, which free agent that they could pick up in, in the summer of 2015, or do you want to see them, you know. Uh, a specific player in the draft that you think that they should go after if he's available or 
or, or picks that they could trade for. Well, what would love to happen, it's probably not going to happen, what I would love to see is the current owners of the Celtics sell the team to a new owners and that they fire Danny Ainge. Are you serious? Yes, this is what I would like <laughs> to see. On. They fire Danny Ainge and they just like start completely from scratch. But I, I you know, I digress. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Why would you want but something like that? That's the worst thing to do because you, you you know Danny's in the middle of his plan and how is someone going to come in here and pick up the pieces if they were to do that? So, that, so, so let, me, let me ask you this real quick. When Danny, when Danny took over and he said in 2003, when he said this team will be a championship contender in five years, did you believe him? No. Okay. Well, playoff contender. I never thought championship. I thought that, okay, maybe he can turn some around to a you know fourth, third seed Going to the playoffs every year, Eastern Conference Finals type of player. I mean, team. But with the way Detroit was playing, and you know, Lakers was still in and out of the picture at the time. I just said it was. It was like, like after coming off the worst season in, right. in Celtics franchise history, he had one season left. Right. Did you think the Celtics could be a championship contender, even before the trade happened? Like the you know the huge trade with Kevin Garnett. No. no. Okay. If that didn't happen, and the Celtics didn't make the playoffs, and they were the same or worse. Would you have wanted Danny fired for lying? I don't know if I would want him fired, but I wouldn't be mad if, he, if they let him go. Okay. All right, let's just say, All right, that. Let's just say that. Okay. Let's say that. Now, here we are a year, a year and a half. Or, I'm sorry, let me, let, me, let me correct myself. A season, a season and a half later from the Big Three era uh, being deep playoff contenders, not in the championship, but deep playoff contenders. You know, you're one point guard away from going far, farther into the playoffs. Right. Or further, sorry. And um, now you've traded away the best point guard the Celtics have had well, since, I don't know, the, I mean, we've seen some, you've seen some point guards in, 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 in this time, right, in the last, mm-hmm. before Randy Rondo, you talk about the D. Browns, you talk about the Sherman Douglases, you talk about the Dana Barrows, David Wesley, the David Wesley, Kenny Anderson, uh, into I the love 2000s. Kenny that's when he gets such an underrated player, but, but you, yeah, but you, yeah, I like Kenny Bremers, too, but he was in his prime, I got you, know? I got you, yeah, right, the right. J.R. Bremers, the Yeri Welshes, the Sebastian Telfair, the right. Delonte West, like, so, pretty much since the 80s, right, okay, yeah, okay, you get, you trade him, and now he's not going to tell you because he and and I agree with him if he's thinking like this or he's going to say, yeah, I don't have to explain my plan. You just have to trust me on this, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you trade him away, and now you're completely starting from scratch. You're putting your eggs, so to speak, into the market smart basket, right? Or at least that's what people want to think. Because why did you tank last year? Because you wanted a good pick, right? Right. So the top, how many picks? Our, our injury, our injury right now. Everyone, some people wanted Randall. He's injured. Some people wanted uh, Wiggins. Some people wanted uh, Parker. Mm-hmm. He's down right now. Mm-hmm. But Wiggins is not really panning out so far. Right. We right. don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Parker's down. Randall's down. Smart was down for a little bit. Uh, Embiid. Who knows if Embiid's even going to play this year? He won't. Probably not. Right. Yeah. So you put all your stock into this deep draft. And now he's stockpiled all these draft picks, and and he's on he's on record saying you don't need superstars to win in this league. So at least the first time around, when he said, "Give me five years," right? You saw sort of where he was going. You know, he was he made he made quick deals. You know, in the in the in the in the, in the twelfth hour, the eleventh hour, and you're like, "All right, there's a chance." But now I don't see it. I don't see where he's going. I'm trying to, and I don't see it only because. Everyone 
Or a lot of people are talking about, oh, this is the draft, the draft. We got so many draft picks. The Celtics have so many draft picks. Yeah, but you didn't see it. Like you said, you didn't see that coming, Garnett. That's what you I'm saying, though. Coming, so, you know, I mean. But say, but say, but but you see how the chips fall? What if the Celtics got the number one pick in 2007 and they went after Odin? Or they went after Durant? Who knows, right? right. But the, everyone was probably going to go for Odin because he's the, he was the, the big guy in the, in the, in the league, mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the draft. And, and the Celtics always need a big man. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> Since Robert Parrish has been gone, always needed a big man, mm-hmm. right? So he makes a trade. He makes a, Danny Ainge makes this, this huge trade, two trades, pretty much. Made the Celtics set for the next five years. Well, everyone was no one was talking no more than three years, but he he squeezed it for five, six years. Mm-hmm. Now what? Now what? The draft isn't the same anymore. Players are only going for one year, going straight to the league. All right, so he pulls off one year. We just don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. But one thing, one thing. Okay, you can say right now, like like I said at the top, you know, it was, it was a messy year for the Celtics. A lot of question marks. We don't know what Danny's going to do next. But you can't say the Celtics, unlike let's say the New York Knicks or or uh, the Detroit Pistons, unlike those teams that aren't aren't doing well right now, who who fallen off from grace, so to speak. We're a quote unquote bad team, but in a great situation. Okay, a great situation. Like you said, we have a stockpile of draft picks. We have, you know, plenty of money to go around. Danny's gonna, he's gonna bring in somebody next summer. We don't know who, but, but he has but, the money to bring but, in somebody. I, okay, some teams don't have that. New York doesn't has, have that. The Celtics have money and they have the assets to acquire these players. Right. But for the first time since Danny Ainge has been here, I don't see him but he didn't going have that, that route. Last time, though. No, but he he didn't he, have those those. He had the. He had the rookie. He had the uh, the, the young talent the picks already. Yeah, he had the young talent. Yeah, the young, the young talent was a little deeper because Big Al. We we don't. I think we mentioned this last week or or last episode. We don't have that player like like we had in Al Jefferson. We don't have a player. We can't say Sully's not Al Jefferson. Sully mm-hmm. doesn't have that value like Al Jefferson. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe this ago. year. Yeah, maybe a few months ago, or maybe he, would, he was projected to to finally raise up his stock to be a. a an Al Jefferson in 2006, but, you got, but he's not. But you got Olnick, who's been playing very well since he's been six-man. Yeah, but is he big You got out? Zeller, though. You got Zeller. None of these guys are big Al. Zeller is a double-double, though. He's a double-double machine yeah. right now. Yeah. Double-double machine. Yeah. Even, even without Rondo, he's like know. the only player, him and Olnick, actually, come to think of it, those are the only two players that have really been, their stats haven't dropped well, off. Let me ask you this, though. Are those days over, though? Those days of, 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 of a... Of a, of a Franchise that's plagued by you know a huge contract. They have that one star, and and you know they they say, look, we need to just start over and, and trade off our guys. No one is doing that. Well, then it goes back to the draft again. Because what, what team? Well, what team has done that and, and it's worked for them? Minnesota got that big out, and what do they end up doing? He ended up they, they lost their patience after a season or two, and he ended up going to well, Utah. Well, his ACL the year that they traded him. Tra- yeah, but they, they I think. They gave up. They gave up on him a little too early. Mikael got fired. Mikael got fired, and everything just kind of went to hell with that. Right, right. But you know what I mean. The I players you. didn't pan out. No team. I got you. It, it never turned, worked for any team. It was Sebastian more. Didn't pan out. Uh, uh, Gerald Green. Well, he's now you know, kind of. Now he is, but yeah, how many years? How many, how many countries years they have to play play in before he became a an everyday player in the NBA? You know. Okay. So teams aren't thrilled to to go down that route and 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 take Sollinger or. Or even even if you were to throw Green in that deal, someone who's a veteran, in, in in Jeff Green, you know, like look look at Minnesota. Minnesota was more than thrilled this past summer to take a trade and and and, and roll the dice on the first pick and and Wiggins, 
instead of taking someone like who has more years under his belt, who's still growing in Sullinger, or or even take someone like Green to, along with Sullinger and, and give us Kevin Love. They weren't thrilled to that. They were they rather go for the they wanted the, the young one pick. Yeah, they wanted the young talent because this was uh, quote unquote the deepest draft since right. who knows in the last ten years. Now we're not going to get the number one pick, but we have a shitload of picks to offer. Not a lot of rebuild. No other. I understand. I understand. But how much stock now can you put into the draft? Me, me, and you had this conversation uh, a little bit after the Rondo trade. In the last five years, name, uh, name like five players that have come out of the draft that are like doing their thing right now. That are like franchise, quote unquote, franchise type of players. We came up with Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. We came up with Kyrie Irving. We came out with uh, uh, Lillard. Lillard, right, right. Damian Lillard. I knew there was another point guard in there. But then, and then the, then the, then the list gets kind of thin yeah, after yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Aldridge, kind of. Aldridge, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, who else? Really? Drew Holiday had a couple good seasons. A couple of good seasons, but yeah, he hasn't right. panned out since he's been traded. Mm-hmm. Tariki Evans, in the first few years in Sacramento, but now that he's, he's kind of injury prone... Cousins, you see, you know, a, a big man who's good, who could if be an can, all-star. If he can mature a little mature, bit. Yeah, maybe a couple of years, right. A couple of years there, but, like, if you were talking about the late 90s, early 2000s, I could have named you a bunch of players that were going to... No, Anthony you know Davis. I mean? just, just to say. Oh, I mean, Anthony Davis. That right. goes without saying, yeah, but yeah. I, we have to say it. We have to say it. <laughs> the way he's been playing, right? Anthony yeah. Davis. But, yeah, that, that's about five. Right. It's about five players. But, like, if I were to ask you the same question... Five ten years ago, we would have been like rambling through players mm-hmm. in terms of just the old three draft. You can yeah. name five players yeah. and just keep going through and talk about how they were going to make they were they were the game changer. They were going to make the difference. They were going to turn a franchise around. Now what? And 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 it goes a little bit with the bad luck that the Celtics have had with the draft. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about since from the late eighties to now, mm-hmm. like who have they really? Besides, I'm, I don't know. I'm people are gonna say like, oh, he's just picking up Rondo, but Rondo was selecting the second round. It wasn't like he was a first round draft pick. No, he was in the first round. Late, late first round. Was he? Yeah, Rondo. I swear, he was in the second round. It was, it was, it was a trade when they traded Walter McCarty away to the Phoenix Suns. Like, yeah, he was a 19th, 20th pick, 20, 20 something pick. And they okay, well, my my New Year's resolution. What I want to what I want to see the Celtics do is you have. Oh, hold on, to, hold on. But before you before you get to that, my other my second. Resolution. No, no, you said fire Danny Ainge. That's your that's your resolution. <laughs> no, no, that's it. That's but, but, but it's not gonna happen. Though. I told you you wanted you know you wanted to get one. But it's not gonna happen though. It's not gonna happen. It's on, it's on tape now. All right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, all right, let's, let's see what's B. What's, what's B of your, of your all right? Plan B, of your which resolution. is a more realistic thing to happen, is if you're gonna trade Rajon Rondo, then 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 save everybody off off the sunken ship. Save Jeff Green. Trade Jeff Green. He should be playing for a contender. Well, trade go. Brandon Bass because he's only playing freaking ten minutes a game. And and he's he's too talented to be playing on this, you know, this college slash Y ball kind of team rotation that 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 Stevens has going on. That like I gotta play everybody. No, you don't, guy. Like people who should, he should be playing, play James Young, play uh, um, Gerald Wallace, who like is like the best inbounder like of, in, of all time. He he'll, he won't play for like ten straight games. He'll just be like, "Hey, Joe, can you make this pass?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that for you, Coach. You know, he makes an in, in, inbound pass. How many times have we seen him do that in the last year and a half? Of course, Sonja messed it up against against the Nets. But let those guys have a better season. Like it's frustrating. I can imagine just for them 
who are actually playing than for the fan consumer of the product that's like, where's this team going? This is team going. Well, give them give them four, three or four weeks. That, that's my <laughs> no, honestly, that's my prediction. Three or four weeks, Danny's gonna pull another trade. Or trade, he might even pull another one before February. That's what I'm saying. Or trade. Or, or well, actually, they can't trade all the new guys that came in. They can't be traded until um, right before the trading deadline, right? Yeah, right. sixty days, right? right? Trade right. You're not gonna resign him. Let's be honest. You're not gonna resign. You're not gonna resign Nelson. Well, who? Oh well, Nelson's got to play a guy. You know what team could use someone like right? Someone that you know. A big man who can defend or block shots or any sort of big man that can help you, Cleveland. Cleveland lost Verajai. He's out for the season. They're going to be looking into someone like Brandon Wright. Who do they give back in return? That team's a mess, by the way. Cleveland. Cleveland? Yeah, that's a whole other episode for a whole other time. Well, I, well, we'll, but, we'll, get, we'll get a little bit of that in case you missed it. It's a little something, a little nugget that I have. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go, guys. You got a teaser. Oh, yeah. Don't fast forward this podcast. So yeah, so who? So is that? Was that? Did I kind of? That's mine. Yeah, you know, I, I, ha- I say you have to trade Green. You have to bring in. Um, I don't honestly, man. The, the green's not the most. I don't want valuable. to trade him, but like, he, where he's not, he's not going to give you a, a whole lot. But he's your most valuable piece. You're not going to be able to sign him next summer. He's not happy. Um, but who? And you're not going to be able to sign him next summer. Green, yeah. If he doesn't take his player option, uh, well, that's what I mean by that. Well, according to Dutra, according to Dutra, he he owes us. He, one, owe, right? he owes the Celtics. He owes the Celtics. <laughs> he owes the Celtics. I think you trade him. Um, just but you just check his head right now, like guys. Just don't. Bring me back, uh, like, two second-round picks and, uh, I don't know, a, a Pargo. There's got to like you know, be. Pargo is he still something. playing? I don't know. He's the first guy that came right. to mind. He's the first person there's, I thought of. That, like, gotta, there has to be a limit on how many draft picks a team can can just have in their nice. arsenal. I don't know. But I, it's just, I have to, well, I used to believe, to be honest, that he was, that Danny was going to use this to get something big, but... If he's he's been on record saying you don't need all stars, you don't need uh, you know big name players to win in this league. So then, he's, he's then gonna, where, where's gonna, it going? He's, he's gonna bring someone like that. And not only that, but he said that like you can build through the draft. Like that's our plan. He said that at one point that like we're gonna continue building through the draft. That's how you. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. I think that's I think it's it's washed up at this point. It's the way the league is going, not because that's how you're supposed to do it, but. The way the talent pool is coming into the NBA, too early and, and, and untrained and, and just too eager to make the money and, and not carefully plan things out. Call me an old school guy, but you know I, I think if you can stay in college a couple more years, you're still going to be successful. You're so just the problem be, you're nowadays be... is that teams are just, they're not selling their big guys. They're not selling the big names. They're not selling their... You know, players that can come in and these impact players, as as Danny put it, at, you know, in his press conference after he traded Rondo. You know, we we failed to bring in impact players, and that was that's really what it boils down to. I don't know. I don't think I don't think Danny I, tried hard enough. I believe you. I agree with you when you say that Ray John wanted to be here, but if Danny doesn't bring in the impact players, he he would have walked. I really believe that. I think he would have walked. Mark Cuban has been eyeing this guy for a year and a half or so, two years. You know, we didn't know, but he's eyeing him. And if he didn't get him this year, he was going to get him in the summer. Well, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I don't think Danny was going to go after big-name guy. So it's like, I'm going to hold my end of the you bargain. free agency or are you talking yeah. about training? Because I think he was trying to trade I think for both. someone. I think both. And then, yeah, I agree, right. You know, I think both. Because you, if you're going to keep Ray John Rondo in the picture, you're going to trade for one big guy and sign another. You're not going to be able to sign... Like two you, big contracts next summer. You got players like Greg Monroe on record saying that, like, oh, the Celtics are 
a great destination. But ask him now that Ray John Rondo's gone. You think he's going to be like, wait, I said that? Really? I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. That's a unique player you, that, that was just traded away. Very unique point guard. And with that, we conclude our 2014 <laughs> podcast. Our, our, it was supposed to be a little more uppity. We conclude our whole 2014 with that, with that <laughs> note right there. Uh, just positivity here at Causeway Street, but we're doing our best <laughs> to keep our heads up and give you nothing but Celtics news. Joel, what did we miss? In case you missed it, uh, LeBron James celebrated his 30th birthday oh, yesterday. Yes. But guess what? He didn't play. If you guys you know, realize... He did not play, and Tim Leitner of uh, ESPN is on records saying that, I, and I quote, David Platt is a dead man walking, end quote, because he does not have enough respect for LeBron James. From from LeBron James, sorry. Oh, okay. okay. I was going to say, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Because LeBron James LeBron, doesn't respect Platt enough. Because LeBron, after last, last night's game, or was it two nights ago, he was saying how, you know, they asked him about what he thinks about his coach, and he goes... He goes, he, he, I, I'm paraphrasing here. I don't know exactly what he said, but to the, he said something to the effect of, oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's the coach. He's the guy in charge. What do you want me to say about him? What kind of star player is going to say that about exactly. your own coach? Exactly. You know, like he doesn't he back said, him up. Yeah, and I think that same, that same, um, Wait, so you're telling that, me same, he, that same, that same post-game interview, he was like, we're not a good team right now. So you're telling me he, he's, he's decided not to play tonight? Is that what you're saying? Um, or is that the report? Um, I mean, I don't think it's the report, you know, because he's not a guy like Ray John Rondo. Did you pull a Ray John Rondo? No, that's what I'm saying. What, what a healthy a, version of no, it? No, but that's what I'm saying, though. He said he <laughs> like had like... When Ray John stayed in Sacramento, Sacramento he last said, year? He said, he, he, you know, he had soreness. What does that mean? We don't know what LeBron James means when he says he has soreness. You're going to have to take it for what it's worth, right? He's celebrating his 30th birthday. But if Ray John Rondo did that, oh, it's up in arms. Trade him. He's done. But LeBron James can take a night off. Because he has to take a night off because he's celebrating his 30th birthday. It's a big one. Especially when you're losing your hair. It's a big one. <laughs> In you. case you missed it, uh, Rajon Rondo is coming back playing against the Boston Celtics. First time as a visitor on Friday night. Causeway Street will be in the building. Look yes, for yes. banners. Looking forward to it. Hanging out with fans. We can, we can tag you guys on Instagram and shout you guys out on, on Twitter. Both handles at Causeway Street for Twitter and Instagram. Where are we going? going? Hurricanes? Hopefully I feel better. I don't know if you guys noticed my voice is kind of... Kind of hoarse. Kind of hoarse. Uh, it's just changing weather. This weather sucks. Yeah. It, it goes from been, like 60 degrees right. to like... We had, what, a 55 degree Christmas day and yeah. now we're, we're down yeah. in our 20s. So yeah, we, yeah, hopefully we we'll, usually are this time of year. We'll be around the garden. Uh, hurricanes, we can go to, we can go to North Star. We want to go, man. We can go anywhere. We can go anywhere. We can go. We'll, we'll, we'll be around. Stop by Hurricanes. Peep us out. Um, check us out on Twitter. We'll give you updates to where we are. Um, we'll be we'll be, uh, we'll be jacked up for this one. We'll be we'll be down there early just to hang out with people and uh, hang out with Celtics Nation and and get pumped up for this game. Hopefully, it's a close game. I really hope it's a close game. That would it's be gonna great. be. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be a close game. It's gonna be you know uh, something even something close to what we saw when we played them when we were at Dallas. You know. Not to say that I want them to want us to go down by thirty and, and come back and lose, but uh, something yeah. to that effect. Rajon will, will make sure that that does. Not I want happen. some drama that night. That that does not happen. Give me no. some drama, man. Check us out on on uh, our website CausewayStreetBlog.com for reactions from Kevin Garnett talking about how and Paul Pierce talking about how shocked they were about the trade. Reunion week. Reunion week continues is in full effect. Uh, you can read about Brandon Bass and, and his what he thinks this team can do 
against a weak Eastern Conference. Uh, we, we're, we're, we're up and coming, but we're for real. We also have guests going to be uh, booked next year. Um, don't want to make any promises now, but it's in the works. Possibly next episode, but very, very soon. Very, very soon. We'll have a couple guests coming in here. And Ducha's a bitch for not being here tonight. Jeez. <laughs> oh, big shout out to him. Big shout out to him. Oh, and a big shout out to our uh, two new writers. Welcome to the team. Uh, Will Burke and Adrian Mendoza. Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome to the team, guys. So uh, great work, great work, by the way. Yeah, if you haven't read their their stuff, again, go to our go to our web web page, CausewayStreetBlog.com. You can also follow them on Twitter. Um, unfortunately, I don't have that in front of me, so I don't want to mess that up. <laughs> yeah, tell them, um, just, just check out the articles, guys. Uh, they've been they've been doing a good job. They've been a great addition to the team. Great addition to the team. And they came at a hell of a time where you know big stuff was happening here. And, right. Here in Boston, and we continue to give you the best content that we can, and thank you for the support. And we continue to do big things in 2015. So, happy new year! Have a safe and happy new year. We'll see you guys in 2015. Peace.